Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. They said she played a much more active role than anybody else and anybody's ever known. Uh, one of the authors of the book t- uh, told CBS, but it was hair-raising for her because he'd been uh, such an important influence on her career. Right. And it's not like he'd nec- necessarily done anything on her, but she knew. Yeah, anyone who kind of got in his way, he would sort of um, threaten that their career would go off the rails a bit. Yeah, so people were afraid to say anything. Of course. Um, Sinead's Brexit takes the biscuit. Sinead O'Connor says a no-deal Brexit could push her to breaking point as it'll mean no jammy dodgers because they're made in the UK. You know there'll be no berries or lions either. Sure, made in Cork and Dublin. Why not? Manufactured in... Unilever Burma- Oldham or something. Birmingham yeah. or somewhere, yeah. A lot of your favourite brands will disappear. If if it, if it happens. Well, they still do the Yorkshire tea in Iceland. You won't for be getting your Heinz or anything. We won't be getting Heinz? Yeah. Ah, would you stop? That's what, according to Connor Who Pope. Said that? Connor Pope. Don't mind Connor Pope. Why not? <laughs> There'd be no Heinz in Ireland. man does his research. Well, they make bachelors here in Dublin. Yeah, but do they, though? They'll have to get a deal with you in Ireland, the UK. Although they should go, it's laughable if they go to Brussels to get it approved. Bananas are one of the worst things you can eat for breakfast, a nutritional expert has claimed. I didn't Why? know this. Dr. Darrell said that the potassium-rich fruit... Now, I do have a banana in the mornings... Quite I regularly. thought that was the better time to have them, not in the afternoon. Yeah, that's what I always heard, yeah. Bananas are gold in the morning and whatever, I don't know. Anyway, the, the, the secret sugar bomb is ruining your diet. He said bananas seem like the perfect option to grab and go in the mornings. But when you closer look, you'll find that eating alone, they're the best option. They aren't the best option because they're 25% sugar and moderately acidic. This clogs up your digestive system. They'll give you a quick boost, but then you'll be feeling tired and hungry again. They recommend not eating a banana after a meal and then when snacking on one, be sure it's a pair with something, some healthy fats or with some spices. <laughs> spices. A curry and a banana. A match made in heaven. Well, cinnamon and bananas would be very good. It would be, yeah. That's what I... I, I have a banana with me uh, oat picks. I did know from small people, though, if, you know, if they're having tummy issues, you don't give them a banana. To make no. Them worse, so, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's still better than dairy milk, though, or a bottle of Coke on the Lewis at quarter past seven in the morning, you know? Like, there's fibre in it. That's true. Um, now this is a this is a, a love story. Now, now be, please, please oh, be careful. Want? Hang on, hang on. I'll get you. You're you're, you're not going to like part of this because uh, a car is hurt. A woman who rammed her. Do you want to get the love music? Do you? I get some love music. Yeah. Because this this is a love story, guys. 
A woman who rammed her boyfriend's car and chased him down the road while brandishing his scissors has been in court. This is in County Cork. They heard that Katie Kyo and her her partner had to jump up on the bonnet of of her car to avoid serious injuries. She drove at him. He jumped up on the bonnet, which is a bit of a ninja move. And uh, Judge James McNulty said the episodes occurred after a domestic dispute spiralled out of control. You're telling me, if you're driving a car at someone, you know, the row is out of control. He jumped on top of the other car, ripping off the wipers. Well, she jumped on, the, on top of uh, the other car, ripping off the wipers and hitting it with the scissors. You alright, Nobby? Well, you haven't told me what type of car it was, yeah. It doesn't say. It's kind of crucial. I'm sorry. What did he do to drive her to this? No pun intended. <laughs> she was also seen on CCTV chasing her boyfriend down the road, down the middle of the road, holding his scissors. Did he not do the dishwasher? Was it the bins? The 21-year-old pleaded guilty of the charges of dangerous driving and producing and the production of a scissors in the course of a dispute in Kilbarry Road. But yesterday, and here's the love story, everyone. I think she wanted to kill Barry. The parties are back together again. Uh, and there's been no further trouble between them. All their issues have been dealt with. I don't know if they're dealt with. Do you remember, now imagine that they're going to be... Chase you down uh, the road. Do you remember the time you tried to kill me with your car and then chase me down the road with a scissors? I tried to pin you up against another car with the bonnet. Come on, you. Give us a kiss. Oh, I forgive you. I know you didn't want to kill me and break my legs and run over me. Not really. What was the wipers about? Why did she pull the wipers off? What did they do now? He was inside the car, so, you know. Right. You know, Hella ain't got no fury and all that. Mm. I don't know. There's, there's clearly anger management issues there. Do you reckon, yeah? And probably both parties. Still don't know what car it was, though. So... Pierce Brosnan reckons the next James Bond should be a lady. And there's already betting on uh, the next James Bond being Jane Bond. Charlize Theron is 80 to 1. Jodie Comer, she'd be a great Bond. Charlize Theron, will you stop? Margot Robbie is 125 to 1. Claire Foy, she's up for everything, isn't she? Angelina Jolie and Jodie Foster. Nah. Sorry. Not having it now. Should be a man. And this is a very upsetting story, but it's important, right? Um, let me just find it here. This is the Jessie from Little Mix. Now, she was in all the papers yesterday. Um, she has talked about the torment she got online, abuse from trolls. I couldn't tolerate the pain anymore. I decided to end it. Little Mix star Jessie Nelson has revealed how she took an overdose of pills after Twitter trolls made her life unbearable. I couldn't take the pain anymore. She was known um, as the fat, ugly one. Like, I mean, so, you know, if you're a Little Mix fan, think about it. Like, she's a beautiful girl. Like, she's absolutely stunning. Mm. And um, she certainly isn't fat or ugly. And even if she was, who would care? But the trolls are just... Trolls are... are uh, you know, you know my feelings on trolls. Anyway, she's spoken about this. And uh, maybe a lot of uh, younger... She's saying, like, if 14-year-old girls are getting trolled by their friends in school or whatever it is, how how... It seems like the whole world is against you. But also, if you're in a really successful band and you're famous and it can still affect you, then, of course, it can happen to a normal 14-year-old as well. So it's it's good that she's speaking out. It is, It's yeah. mad that, you know, you shouldn't have to... I, I know people say, oh, water off a duck's back. That's that's not always easy to do. Yeah. And it doesn't matter how famous you are. So, uh, and it's not recently, recently enough, yeah? No, I think it was a while ago, but um, it's taken her a while to sort of get used to it. Yeah. But that is, you know... You know. there's, there's lots of positives of social media but 
if if there's any anything that deserves to be right at the top of the scourge it can be, that is it. Like uh, they've shown some of the tweets that uh, the fat one in Little Mix is actually so ugly, seriously vile, repulsive, vulgar beast. I hate Little Mix. They should die. There's two turnips, a whale, and a fat one singing. I don't mind the other one, but still. So and these are probably from girls, are they? I don't know. They have them blanked out. Um, the, whole, the whole thing is like they're a very successful band. They're all stunningly beautiful girls. Like there's not anybody fat. There's not anybody ugly. They're stunning. So if they can feel so bad that uh, they want to end their life, imagine what it'd be like for. That's what Jesse's point was. That mm. Imagine what it's like for like a little schoolgirl who's getting trolled by. So uh, anyway. Just if you are someone who who feels the need to put that negativity into the world, I promise you, down the road you'll regret it. But the problem is the damage that you will have caused to another individual will last them a lifetime. And you, uh, you're too ignorant at the moment to realise it. If you are getting trolled, take it from us, honestly. It isn't as bad as what it feels like. They're just, those people are, generally, they're people who are jealous of you. So um, there you go, a little mix. They're jealous of you if they're trolling you like that. Um, try not to, I know it's impossible to say that, but try not to take it seriously. Mm, and tell somebody. Whoever you feel you can tell, tell somebody. Yeah. Uh, it is F104. Wise words there, Jim. Good morning, everybody. Now, it's time for Showbiz News. FM 104's Dish the Dirt. Post Malone is on course to claim his second UK number one album with Hollywood's Bleeding, which features Ozzy Osbourne and Halsey. Random mix. Yeah, it isn't it? Ozzy could be her granddad. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, he likes to do stuff differently. I'll give him that. Craig David has a... Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. 
announced his uh, Hold That Thought UK Arena Tour to celebrate the 20th anniversary of his album arena Born to Tour. Do It. Yeah, man. Ah, that was a good album. Born to Do It was a good album. Okay, fair enough. But how? what happens that he went away and then came back bigger than ever? Don't know. Like well, he disappeared in the wilderness. Show that kicked it off, wasn't it? The thing that was uh, Steps and Blue, wasn't it? Or something like that, or Five. But he's bigger he than he ever was. Like it's just, I he know. went away and he I came know. back all muscles. I know. He born, didn't give up. Born to do it. Can't even remember all the... Oh, yes. Seven Days and all that one, wasn't it? Uh, well, that's what I'm trying to remember. Fill Me In. That was, was a good song. Was it that one? Uh, Someone should have done a remix. Dun, 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 dun. Of, uh, Phil Mitchell to that. Fill Me In. Fill Me In. Okay, so that was good, right? That was a great song. I don't that remember. Was a great song. Can't be messing around. <sighs> no. Do you, reme- that do you remember? Oh, this was a great that song. That was a good song. So he's doing a big show to celebrate this. He's doing the Cardiff's Motor Point Arena on the t- 13th of April. I presume he'll come to Dublin, will he? Because he's huge here. Oh, that was a good song. Seven days. Seven days. This Walking away. Bar- barring a bit of YouTube, of course. But... but I remember when he was up for eight Brit Awards and he won nothing, right? And as he was leaving, you two were closing the show and they were doing one and they went into Walking Away for him. Saying you should have won something tonight. Like you, <laughs> eight. He was up for eight. And he got nothing. Some people get me At least he was up for eight. <laughs> and then there was this with Arful Dodger. Oh no, that, yeah. It was a that's, good album. That's a nod. That's a definite nod. He liked to say his name too much, didn't he? He did. He'd nothing on Jason Derulo though. Jason Derulo must have learned from him. <laughs> So born to do it I'm okay with that story That's alright Would you go to the show? Sounds like you'd be into it I think I would yeah Rita Ora is clearly looking for a reaction to her uh, She's uh, she's worn a shiny silver metal top For a performance in Lollapalooza in Berlin The magpies would be all over Her final festival appearance of a busy summer Rita topped off her mismatched outfit With a leopard print beret and red lipstick She could wear Wow A Dunn's bag for life And still look smoking <laughs> Why did you pick Duns? Just out of curiosity. Is that because it's most beige or something? Because uh, Blind Boy wears, uh, he wears a bag JC's. in his head. No, he doesn't. He wears do, JC's, does he? Duns are too I big I don't know why him. I picked Duns. He wouldn't wear uh, Duns. Don't read too much into it, you know what I mean? Paddy McGuinness is hitting the gym hard because he's getting ready for the upcoming series of Top Gear. He's been uh, going to the gym every day to help him get... He wants to get strong. Uh, we can't really go into that. What? Well, I can't say that word on the radio. Is this to do with the operation he had? What operation? He had a little thing done down below. Well, it must be something to do with that then, yeah. <laughs> Speaking of Top Gear, so Richard Hammond, I think th- those lads are going to do their own little spin-off things. Richard Hammond has recorded, I, I imagine Ford paid him a lot of money. They have this new pickup thing that's a monster. Richard Hammond has filmed it with both his daughters in the car, who are now grown up teenagers oh man I wouldn't get a lift from him they're both on phones they don't want to talk to him they hate him in the ads yeah right typical teenager stuff and then it ends with them because it's an off-road vehicle he goes mad in a desert or something or a, a field and they're covered in smoothies they're the nice drinks they were drinking it's it's weird I'd imagine they all got paid the Hammond's got a lot of money yeah man but if you want to see that Top Gear related coming up after 8 o'clock we'll bring you a uh, some of the press conference you didn't hear yesterday with Boris and Leo. What was the exercise? Thing I don't know what he was doing. You know when someone is stretching before they do some weights, and in fairness, he doesn't look like he's done too many weights at all. So I don't really know where it's coming from. 
he was bored, wasn't he? He was just like, he seems like, oh, much longer oh. so I can get on the jet and get out of here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, Are we nodding to Craig David Rewind then? Not convinced? Maybe. Or is there another Born to Do It song or another song in general? And now, the press conference yesterday happened. It was very strange. Boris was jumping around. Don't know what was up. Stretching his arms. Looked like he was bored. I think he thought everyone's cameras were off. Um, Well, here is some audio of stuff that you didn't see on TV yesterday. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for coming here today. I'm joined by my right honourable friend. That's how they're referred to. Um, Boris uh, Johnson. Sorry, yeah. pr- Prime Minister Boris Johnson. It's just uh, I have this image of my head of Boris the Clown. <laughs> Sorry, I can't, I can't get that out of my head. He's now the Prime Minister. It's real. He's an actual Prime Minister of the country. Uh, so I'll hand it over to him just to uh, well, see I f- what thank you very much. F- is going on. Thank you very much, TJ. I met Leo many years ago in Fonderland when we went there together. Big dipper. That's right. We actually did. Um, uh, he came over for a weekend. Candy floss, etc. He actually had a choke chain. Then he had a, he had a leash. Uh, used to bring him around the town for a walk and stuff. Uh, and we were a lot in common because neither of us have been elected uh, well uh, technically not true I've been elected by my party members as the leader of my party yeah so, so have I but uh, well, the people I'm not very familiar you, you prorogued a woman to get in whatever that is yeah well you got in through the back door well, as you can see, ladies and gentlemen, the main difference between ourselves here for this negotiation is that I'm the type of guy that works out and tucks in his shirt, whereas Boris... Have you got a load of a comb? It's very chilly. My hair's blowing. Tuck in your shirt, Boris. It's embarrassing. Yes, and what I propose is where we all tuck in our shirts uh, uh, going forward uh, uh, and we all get, get along and uh, uh, stop this nonsense about the border and uh, and just uh, um, St. Patrick's Day and uh, and you very nice socks very nice socks on there uh, quite uh, entertaining actually Go on, do, do something else Boris do you have any balloons to uh, up or, uh... Uh, <laughs> can we get some music going please I can juggle yeah, I'm so pretty, I'm so pretty, I'm so pretty, and pretty, and pretty. What you're looking at here is the top boy in class, the one that does as is told by the EU. Jean-Claude Juncker once gave me a star on my forehead, and this guy's the class clown. Basically, the backstop, uh, he doesn't even know what that is, so... Uh, backstop right now, thank you very much. Spice Girls, uh, it's a bit more complex than that. Well, song, yeah. uh, once we get inside, uh, you'll be doing what I tell you. <laughs> mm. Oh, okay. The only way we can resolve this argument is to uh, just stare at each other and uh, see who blinks first. Uh, ready? It's not a bad idea, actually. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Order! Order! Uh, that's 
Strawberry Alarm Clock on FM 104. Churchill, Paris. FM 104's Instagram with cover in a click. Young driver car insurance specialists. See what you can save. Coverinaclick.ie. 10 questions. Yes, it is. 1,000 euro. FM 104's Instagram. Leanne is a new uh, listener via Instagram. She's here to play Instagram. How are you, Leanne? Sorry, with help if I open up her fader, sorry. Hello, Leanne. Hiya. <laughs> What's the name of your daughter that you're giving a little walk into school? Uh, Anya. Anya, okay. Have you far to go? Um, yeah, about 35 minute walk. 35 minute walk? Do you pass yeah. the bingo hall? What? Do you pass the bingo hall in Crumlin? No, I don't pass, I live beside it. Okay. So how do you pass? You go the other way? Yeah. <laughs> We'll give it a wave next time you see it, will you? Yeah. Give it a wave, give it a wave, give it a wave everyone, now. Everyone who passes the bingo hall in Crumlin has to give it a wave today. Now, Leanne, 10 questions. You know the rules, 10 questions. Yeah. Uh, we have to accept your first answer on every question. because so okay. Because of the incident. And uh, no messing, no Googling. What is he talking about? Something happened on his way. No, Mr. Bump, remember? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so ever since then, we gave her the money, but we said, from now on, stricter. Okay, Leanne. Yeah. Here we go. Best of luck. Here we go, yo. The game begins in three, two, one. What country has a maple leaf on its flag? Canada. Which former James Bond actor was Irish? Pierce Brosnan. Mount Fuji is the highest mountain in what country? Fiji. Name one of the two Bake Off presenters. Um, They're in at the least. Mark. Mark who? Uh, Mark Ransom. <laughs> True or false? Katie Price is releasing her own board game this year. True. What TV show and now film is based on the Crawley family and their servants? Who is older, Peter Andre or Peter Kay? Peter Andre. In cricket, how many points is a duck? Three. What's the fastest land animal in the world? A cheetah. And which famous Dublin pub announced it will be closing yesterday? Can you feel me, SOS? We let you know um, how, you, how you did. Yeah, bad. <laughs> well, Japan is where Mount Fiji is, not in, in the actual Fiji. Sandy Togswig and Noel Fielding are the two presenters of The Bake Off. <sighs> They're back tonight. Oh, there's too many people on that show. Katie Price is not releasing her own board game. What would it be if she was? <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> uh, Downton Abbey is the Crawley family. Peter yeah. Andre is older than Peter Kay by four months. They're both 46. In cricket, a duck is zero points. You're out for a duck because a, uh, a duck egg is the same shape as a zero, you see. These questions oh. were no quack. Uh, the cheetah is indeed the fastest land animal. 
and the Bernard Shaw announced yesterday would close next month. Sadly. Oh. Okay. You got four. Oh, that's not too bad. They were hard questions. Better than Duck. <laughs> were they hard, Nobby, yeah? I, I would have put them in the fairly hard brackets. Yeah. Okay, right. Yeah. All right. Okay. Thanks for playing, Leanne. <laughs> okay, thank have you. Have a good day. Thanks, bye. Bye. FM 104, Struggle Down Clock. Happy birthday to Ben Lawless, he's 11. Cara is 8 today. Wow. And I'm sorry, you got the M50 wrong. It's not in a jocker. It's actually grand southbound. Right. As I said, the, the images just flicked and went, everything went free flow. Okay. Don't know what the crack was. Right, well, it's time to play Kids in the Car. That's where they are. Let's do it. Come on, yo. Kids in the car. Kids in the car. Everyone is a little star. Yes, they are. Early on the strawberry, they chat to Jim and Nobby. Kids in the car on FM 104. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, so we've asked you uh, last few days. We've been doing this; it's good fun, and uh, you can ask do us it forever. But no, no, you can ask us a question. So uh, off we go. Morning, Jim, Jim, and Abby. I'm Katie, and what's your favourite crips to eat on a Monday? Crips. Hey. Well, yep. well, uh, it's funny you say that, Katie, because only an hour ago we were tasting onion rings, potato onion rings. Yeah, on air. I know it's Tuesday. So we did, yeah, we had those crips. Uh, and yesterday was Monday. I had some popcorn yesterday. I didn't really have any crisps yesterday. I do like a uh, hula hoop. Oh, yeah, brown flavour. Yeah, but the red one is pretty ah, good as well. Ah, too boring. Hi, Jim, Jim and Abby. Hi. My name's Tori. And Hi, my name's Taylor. Hey, Taylor. And we're eight. Right. And our question is, do you put pineapple on a pizza? Oh, God, no. No, 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 no. No. no Although no. my wife doesn't even put cheese on her pizza. She's a freak. There's a name for that. I can't remember the name hey, of it. Hey, Jim, Jim, and Abby. What's your favourite dinner? My that's, name's Brooke. That's a tough one. That's tough, yeah. Favourite, like. Szechuan beef with noodles. I, I like a Thai green curry. Oh, do you, yeah? Yeah. How Thai-ish of you. Thanks. Jim and Abby, my name is Holly. Which one of you is the better cook and what is your favourite dish? Oh, now we can see if we be gloves off now. Well, if we're, if we're talking fancier stuff, probably me. Jim yeah. likes to keep it simple. Simple favourites. simple, man. Why am I cooking? So, you know, my, uh, my, you, you do three ingredients. My ragu. Stuff. My ragu would have an Italian mama cry. Except, I, like, I cook my Italian ragu for, like, four hours. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I don't know who is really. It's, we don't know. That's we don't know. I've one. never had but Nobby's food. And he's Jim never was able to one. make vegetarian stuff pretty good, so I'm, I'm not as good yeah. as that. Hi, I'm Fionn and I'm from Lucan. I have a question to ask you. Who let the dogs out? Who? 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 I think you answered your own question there. Who did let the dogs out? I don't think they ever discovered the answer. To be honest with you. Jim did Nobby. My name is Caroline. And um, I am wondering if you ever done a backflip in jumps on. Bye. No, uh, no, never done a back. Never, I've never done a backflip anywhere. Actually. I don't think you're allowed to do a backflip and jumps on. I think that's one of the rules they tell you at the beginning. James done a few U-turns though. Hey lads, hey. what what's your favourite Spurs manager that has managed Spurs so far? Wow. Well, Jim. Um, Terry Venables. Wow. Yeah. Really? Yeah, I always really liked him. So Jim's a lifelong Spurs fan, so yeah. he goes back that far. I go back that far. Hi, this is Ella, and um, what's your favourite bit of your job? Uh, the bit where you go home. <laughs> hey! 
My favourite part is chatting to Nobby every day because he's he's a great crack, believe it or not. <laughs> uh, interviewing very famous people is always oh a bit yeah of, is always a bit of a privilege. That's good. Like Rory uh, just, stories after nine. Yes, uh, just just getting to. I know this sounds cheesy and being a cliche, but uh, just getting to. You know, you could. You guys pick us to listen to, so that's the favourite bit. Right, here he goes. Here he you goes. Know, where he's won an Oscar again. Where Off he goes. Where you're a bit of company for 15 minutes, every, you know, in the car going to school every morning. So, yeah. you guys, that, that's our favourite bit. You guys listen to us. Happy 8th birthday to Adam today. Thanks for all the messages, kids. Someone's getting a jump song pass. And uh, we've got Dish there coming up. Now, it's time for Showbiz News. FM 104's Dish the Dirt. Ashton Kutcher shared the story of a birthday party Adele threw that led him to growing a moustache and he discussed how he became a top technology investor and reflects on the ranch's history-making Netflix run. Here's what he said. My wife has a friend who's this very famous English singer, let's just say, right? Sure. And And so she comes the day of the birthday party and she's like, listen, the theme for the birthday party is 1970s New Year's. Who the... Throws a 1970s <laughs> New Year's birthday party, and I'm looking in the mirror, and I've got a beard going, and I'm like, oh, I'm going 70s stash. Like, it's got to happen. Ah. So I, tr- I whittle everything down, and I'm fl- and it's, it's thin. I mean, it's like a high school boy trying to grow a mustache. Thing, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it looks great for the party, right? Oh, yeah, perfect. So we show up at the thing, and I'm looking around, and nobody else is in 1970s anything, right? And I'm like... The theme for the party's 1930s New Year's, and I look like Burt Reynolds from <laughs> Boogie Nights. He's married to Mila now, isn't he? I think so, yeah. Not Demi anymore. And she, he lives very near Adele, so that's probably... Adele has two houses near... There was a map yesterday in the Hollywood Hills. Two houses? She has two houses, yeah. Now there's a Hollywood sign like that in Hollywood and Wicklow. Is there? Yes. But it's not the same size. Uh, it's not far off it, and it's white. You're kidding me. It's amazing. You come over this little beautiful bridge. Next week you look up and it says Hollywood on it. You're joking me. I'm not joking you. I'm not. should have taken a picture. You're always driving around up there, aren't you? It's lovely. Temple is a gritty new TV thriller to sink your teeth into this September if you're looking for a bit of an old binger. Mark Strong takes the lead in the new Sky original from Intermission screenwriter Mark O'Rowe. Here is a trailer. Hi. Could you do me a favour? Could you meet me at Temple Tube Station? It's a matter of life and death. What the hell is this place? It's a clinic for people who don't want to go into the system. Criminals. Other people too. They did a bad, bad thing. They did a bad, bad thing. Oh, my. I get it, though. That guy would do anything. A couple of months ago, you were a normal member of society. What happened? Come down there with me one more time. I'll show you. Oh, shit! Bang a a looter off that. Isn't there, yeah. Come here. The Glastonbury figures have just been released and one act this year got an audience on TV of 3.2 million, beating the previous highest, which was Ed Sheeran, of 3.1 million. Who is the most viewed act ever on Glastonbury stage? Not Stormzy. For 10 points... The most watched act in the history of that festival on television. 3.2 million Capaldi. people. Not Lewis Capaldi. 3.2 million people tuned in to see her. Kylie. Yeah. Wow. Most watched Glastonbury act of all time. Oh, it was a good little set. She did, she did crack doing it. 
Yeah. I'm okay. I didn't see Kylie. Better than Janet Jackson, anyway. I didn't see Janet. Oh, she was miming the whole thing. I did see Kylie though. Oh yeah, I remember the miming thing, but I still didn't see this. Awful. Right. Come on, Kylie. That is, that's good. Good stuff. Kylie. Dublin's F and four. It is the Strawberry Alarm Clock and in studio is a man who's about to uh, tread the boards at Vicar Street for the first time. An internet phenomenon. Rory. From Rory Stories. What's the crack? What is the story, Rory? Good. The story's good, yeah. <laughs> I've heard that a few times anyway, yeah. Yeah, so you have, for people who don't know, I don't see how anyone would not know, your Rory Stories started off as kind of a, a bit of messing on Facebook. Is yeah, that- well, a blog, I suppose. Uh, yeah. Rory Stories blog in 2013 just started writing stories about myself Okay, and then Facebook started in January 2014 and yeah just started making skits on GA characters and they just every year was just going viral very quickly on Facebook and then kind of the rest is history for now thank God yeah so it must, it must feel very natural for a mead man to be able to get to take the piss out of Dublin as well, is it? Well, he Wacker Murphy is what I nicknamed that character. You know, the Hill 16, yeah. uh, want to be kind of up there, like uh, only there for the final. So he was my number one target because I'm from Ashburn. Right. And Ashburn ah, that's is, Dublin. Yeah, don't, please don't start. I, guess. <laughs> I, I, have to walk out, I have to walk out of my house and see Dublin flags everywhere. And it's like, I live in Ashburn County Mead. I nearly knocked on the door with an envelope going, read that. What does that say? Ashburn County Mead. It's so. five minutes from the M50. I listen, my father-in-law is <laughs> his father-in-law is a dub, and he's a greater part of Dublin. I just don't even go there. I, I grew up watching Mead win all Ireland, and that's my memory. So now, unfortunately, uh, that must Dublin, be hazy, is it? It's tough. I won't lie, like, and especially people telling you, people telling you all about about football, and you haven't, don't know their arse and elbow when it right. comes to, to GA, and they're trying to tell you tactics. And like, oh yeah, fair enough. And they don't even know we have a local, you know, Dunham or Ashburn or GA club in the town. They wouldn't have a clue. Like so. Speaking of uh, GAA, the uh, All-Ireland replay, the, the final is on uh, the same day that you're playing Vicar Street. Yeah. So if you've got tickets for Rory's stories live at Vicar Street, you could be enjoying yourself earlier in the day and yeah. heading around afterwards. Yeah, yeah. So we actually pushed out. It was meant to be on stage at half eight. It's nine just to facilitate. So okay, the match yeah. should be over by quarter day. <sighs> Listen, if it's extra time and draw, it'll be, oh my God, typical. But even allowing that, everyone to get to Vicar Street by nine. And yeah, just continue on the party. Like, I'm sure the rare old times like to be blared around Vicar Street Saturday <laughs> nights. You know what I mean? But uh, <laughs> but Saturday's game could go to extra time because yeah. it's the second match. So I think it's 30 minutes a half and then it would be finished and then they could go back. So they could keep going. This all Ireland could keep going to December. From a mead man, I knew my, my uh, date was Vicar Street was 14 and when Dean Rock was hitting that free, I'd know Dean well. I claim as a mead man, he, I could walk to Dean's house for mine. He lives out in Ballamadorm, which is literally just over the border. Okay. And I was <laughs> like... over the border. <laughs> yeah, the border. and I was like... Is there a backstop in I was like, yeah, I was like, <laughs> Dean, just put that ball over the bar. I gladly let Dublin win because I don't have uh, Vicar Street. And at, when it happened, I was like, I don't believe this is going like, to be a nightmare for the show. But as it transpires, look at the brights. Evan's going to come flying for him. The yeah, crack be 90 and should be a great night, yeah. Yeah. What's the buzz like when you when one of your sketches is on online? You can see all the shares and the likes are going up, and you're checking it every every hour, and it's jumped. What's that like? Yeah, like it's an adrenaline rush. Like it's it's I suppose it's uh, you know not every video like I do is good, and a lot of videos like I know haters love to hear this, but I don't particularly find funny. But at the end of the day, it's relatable comedy, so people look at it, oh yeah, I know that person tagged them. So it's yeah. like some of them I laugh at, like most of them I don't watch back. I post them online, and that's it. And yeah, like like some of them, it's weird. Some you put a lot of work into, like genuinely a lot of work, and they flop, and you're like, what? And then some yeah. you literally just completely pops in your head. 
10 seconds on your phone put online viral it's it's weird, weird. Like, you know Stormophilia came around and I whacked out three or four videos it's, it's, it's viral content when it's topical goes very quickly like so how do you transfer that to the show then when you're on when you're in Vicar Street is it sketches and skits no see that's what I try to get like people are like oh you know I'm going to go and watch me just his videos not it's nothing got to do with my videos okay. like literally it started the show I tro- I showed three videos purely because there's great stories behind how I made them like there's okay. good gags like okay. and people are like oh that's gas you know because people are like it's it a great crack making them which they are like so I showed him the video and then I explained the story and the Dublin fella is is, is in one of them like okay. how I made his first video and then it's into stand-up storytelling I talk about growing up in Ireland I talk about social media I talk a lot about relationships about uh, marriage and all that kind of stuff so it's complete stand-up like okay. it's not me reenacting my videos it's, right. if anyone is going why would I go and pay no it's, it's all fresh stand-up, and okay. I enjoy the stand-up a lot more than I do doing the videos you know what I mean so, yeah. so Rory is like it's a different world now when it comes to comedy and people and being sensitive is that ever on your mind when you're putting something up or you know do you, oh yeah like listen do you not put stuff up because of it yeah you... I, I've had videos made that I, I, I have two or three really good friends who I have a whatsapp group with who are like I, I'm mad clearly for what I do like and nothing phase me but I'd have to go right in the glory I wouldn't post that just trust me I'm like oh, lads it's hilarious I know and there's many videos I've had to just leave and delete and yeah. uh, is this the world we live in is is a tough time for a comedian, especially online? Like, because it's all it takes is one video, uh, which I've seen the dark side myself. And Enya made a video on a relationship that went totally down the wrong way, and I got um, lashed out on Twitter for about a week solid. Like, oh. and uh, it was just a sketch about what what greets a man coming in from work, and it was just you know. Enya was on my case and I was oh jeez leave me alone something like that which I've seen my parents do growing up my mum recorded video she's a mid 60s Catholic woman and no problem and all of a sudden this just blew up and I mean like a ridiculous abuse online over oh. this like and that I, that was the downside I seen the downside of what I do like um, but listen I kept my mouth shut I, I didn't I, I'd never apologise for my work I was happy with it and it blew over but yeah it, it comes in waves like yeah. every now and again you just get hammered online and you just have to kind of take your medicine and, and get over it like so you have to have that in mind mm. when you're making sketches like you yeah. can't it's grand stand up because everyone in the room is there and everyone gets side. the joke and you know what I mean if you say something uh, offside you know people oh my god did he say that but it was gas and forget about it but if you put that in line it's always on line yeah. and it takes one person to blow it up and then you have to apologise you know if it goes really bad so it's just not worth them kind of sketches yeah. do you know what I mean it's mm. just not worth the hassle like well, the name of the show is uh, What's the Story, Rory, Rory Stories, Saturday night, Vicar Street. Not many tickets left. No, there's hardly any left, but uh, get them if you can. And then you're all around the country, then Waterford, Ennis, Kilkenny, Castle Bar, Athlone, up the north as well. So you're everywhere. Yeah, all over the country now. So yeah, uh, tickets again, uh, going well for them. The, the first 12 thankfully sold out in March, April, so we're looking forward to these again. So yeah, as I said... It's completely different to the videos, like, so you'll come along uh, getting relatable comedy. I'll be talking about the facts of life and uh, from my point of view, and yeah, I can kind of guarantee some, some sort of a laugh anyway. Well, yeah. if, you, if you enjoy the videos, it's, the, it's you, it's your, your point of view, still yeah. the same thing. So stand up from Rory. Uh, best luck with the tour. Cheers, thanks, thanks for much. Don't shout at Rory because I've seen his videos, but I've only met him first time this morning, and uh, he's about seven, eight foot tall. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, I don't think he'll have any worries with heckles. He doesn't. He won't need doormen at Vickers. <laughs> I like heckles. I'm dealing with GA clubs from. <laughs> come at me. I'm no bother. <laughs> okay, cheers, Rory. Up Thank the kingdom. Jim, Jim, Nubby, the Strawberry Alarm Clock, waking you up on FM 104. I don't care. We don't care. 
Justin Bieber. So uh, Pierce Brosnan oh. uh, this morning. What? Oh, I thought it said Pierce Morgan. That's grand. No, Pierce Brosnan. Yeah, he is. And you know, of all the people in Ireland, he's probably most qualified because of all the people in Ireland, he's the only one who's been James Bond. It's a pretty cool thing to say about yourself, isn't it? The only no Irish one James else Bond. in Ireland. Yeah. Maybe ever will. Well, Killian Murphy. Anyway, he says he would like it would be exhilarating for a female James Bond to happen. So it's people not, like him. But isn't a female James Bond? It's a female 007, isn't it? Uh, well, see if then. Why not? You're changing the name even of the person. Well, James Bond is the guy, yeah. But 007 is his code number. Yeah, but like. So if he dies, that's right? It's like saying Strawberry Armclock, Jim Jim and Nobby. They're, they're all the one. They go hand in hand. Yeah, no. 007, James Bond. Yeah, but like they don't, you know, we don't disappear and another Jim Jim and Nobby appear for over over 25 years to 40 years whatever <laughs> there's different Jim Jim and Nobbies there's not Jim there's not he played him from 1994 to when till 2001 5 really it's a long stretch isn't That's it a big stretch yeah although I think Daniel Craig now is longer he's about 13 years uh, Idris was initially believed to be a strong contender that's not happening uh, Brosnan was behind that one as well so um, he yeah, says just be great. he'd like to see a female performer take on the iconic role sometime. He's not necessarily saying next. I think we've watched guys do it for the last 40 years. Get out of the way, guys. Put a woman up there. I think it would be exhilarating. It would be exciting. Well, I mean, like, you know, there was Batwoman and Batgirl and Supergirl. Why not? He did say, I don't think it's going to happen with the Broccolis, who have the franchise. Uh, doesn't think it's going to happen under their watch. I think they're very keen. That's what I said when I was in the happy pair shop. I said, I don't think it's going to happen with the Broccoli's, all right? Leave me alone. <laughs> so, and I think that's where, you know, they like to use Aston Martins. And they have to be grey and they have to be, they, oh, they yeah. want to keep it true to Fleming, I think. But Fleming never described who it was, but it was a man. Why don't you just invent another similar thing and have a, a female Because then a woman will get to be 007. Well, she can be whatever she wants. There's going to be a black Superman. That's yeah. next, I think. Yeah, okay. Well, see, and Idris Elba's contender for that. Yeah, well, I wouldn't even... I, again, I think he's physically too big. Look, imagine him... He'd be too big to be Superman. Imagine him squeeze into a Superman suit. I'm sure there's loads of people who'd, who'd love that. But you can't be too big. Superman's a big dude. You'd have to put padding in to cover things up, I'd say. Never mind the other way around. <laughs> <laughs> Look at the size of him, like. Yeah. Sure, let's let's go all out and have the rock. No, do you know who actually who's the contender? The fella that was in Black Panther. What's the name of that guy again? Oh, he's the favourite to play Black Superman. Black Panther lad. I know you can't mean, remember. I also yeah. couldn't uh, couldn't think. And we were talking about Kylie and Glastonbury. So Kylie's officially. The, is this ever the most watched? The most watched ever. Yeah, three point two million people watched her on TVs. The most watched performance from uh, Glastonbury TV broadcast. Well, Ed Sheeran was the previous holder of it, but she did the afternoon. And uh, yeah, everybody tuned in to see a bit of Kylie. We have Natalie, who's a Strawberry Lemon Clock listener. She works as cabin crew, I think, or could be a pilot, I don't know. Uh, she had Kylie on a flight once. They offered her a large bottle of uh, something fizzy. Well, And she said most celebrities would politely decline and say, your grand thanks. Uh, she said she'd love it. <laughs> they could only sneak it out to her in a black bin bag, which she said was fine. And she stuffed into her large uh, handbag and she said she was so normal. So nice. My colleague got a photograph with her on the flight a few days before, and uh, she she t- 
took out the photograph and everything was all, it kind of was like oh I had no makeup on I could see the photo she wanted to check see what it was like and it was when she was over recording in Dublin and she said of all the people I've met in flights and all over the years she was the nicest my missus' friend is uh, the biggest Kylie fan in the whole world right absolutely no question about it and I had a Kylie calendar every year for years he has a, a Kylie tattoo going a bit far there now he's a proper like freak for Kylie he works in TV he ended up working on The Voice UK as a producer <gasps> who came in to replace Jesse J Kylie oh. he became friends with upgrade. Kylie and he would send pictures to my missus of him out in London with Kylie for fizzy drinks going I can't believe this has happened but now she's my friend wow so That's dream crazy. big that is mad dream big it's F104